0: Everybody, this is Tony Marcolini. I'm joined with my co host, Seamus McDonough. Welcome to the podcast. It may interest you to know. Our very special guest today is a young actor who's uh, up and coming and has got many exciting projects he's in the middle of, which I hope he's going to talk to us about today. Everybody, please welcome Anthony O'Connell.
1: Hello, everybody. How you doing? Thank you. Thank you, Seamus. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yes, Tony. Thank you so much for having me. I, I appreciate it. Thank you, Seamus. Thank you, guys.
0: Well, we're we're excited to have you. Um, I mean, I met you as a uh, as you were much younger. Uh, we, we worked on a couple of projects together, and I yeah, think yeah. the instant I saw you do your very first scene, I was very taken back. I said, this is a young star in the making um, because you know you you are a very, very talented actor. And I've sat back Thank since you. then, Thank you. and I'm watching your star on the rise. So, I mean, you have so many exciting projects. I, I want to start, I guess, with the latest one. I think you're con- you're presently filming it. You may be done already. I don't know. Um, I'm with Armand Ansante, I think the name is Don Q. Is that right? Don Q? Yes,
1: yes, yes. Yeah, it's, it's Don Q. Yeah, we just we just wrapped on it. Yep, so it's wrapped, it's in post-production now. So they're going to be, you know, editing it, and it should be released sometime early 22. Pro- probably, you know, about, about February, around February. Yeah. Wow,
0: so tell me about it. What's your character? And what, first tell us what it's about, and then tell us about your character.
1: Okay, so Don Q, okay, Don Q is essentially a retelling of uh, Miguel de Cervantes' Don Quixote
0: i'm very Um, yeah it's
1: a great great tale so oh of course no of course uh but instead of it you know being set in early you know 17th century um it's you know modern day 21st century set in little italy little italy and chinatown which is where (laughs) i mean pretty much uh, 95 percent of it was shot um and what's you know what's left of of little italy but um Armand, Armand DeSante's character, he, he essentially plays, um, uh, Alonzo, um, uh, Quint- he, his, his name is Al Quinto, but he, he's a self-proclaimed, he calls himself Don Q. And I end up becoming, like, his, his protege, you know, in a way, his right-hand man is, you know, henchman. So I'm, I'm essentially Sancho Panzo in the story. Oh, I so My character's it. name is Santo. Yeah, Sa- Santo, you know, kid, kid from Brooklyn, and uh, I'm, I'm working as a waiter in a restaurant in Little Italy. And, and Armand's character, Don Q, he, he lives there. He, you know, he lives in an apartment in Little Italy. And he frequents this restaurant that I work in. And um, he sees you know, my, my boss in the restaurant, who is a real, I mean, a real jerk, a real, real piece of work. And, um, and, and he, he's always mistreating me. But he sees um, my, you know, my diligence in working in the restaurant. He, you know, I guess he, he takes notice to me and he, and he sees that, you know, this guy's treating me the way he is. And he, you know, really takes me, ends up taking me under his wing. But, you know, little do I know how, you know, how, who he actually is as a person. And it just, it goes into a, I mean, a crazy epic kind of tale, you know, similar to that story in, in a way.
0: Jason windmills
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah And the, the windmills you will see the windmills in in the film in just in, in a different in a different way a very very interesting shot uh, the way that, the way that they did that but it's uh, it, it, very cool, very cool.
0: So tell me about the first day on set with Armand Ansante. I mean of course a, a great actor, a renowned actor has uh, done oh, major, major films.
1: Uh,
0: so what's oh, yeah, that like?
1: That's... What's the first day on set with Armin like? Well, so I had, I had met with him uh, several times before the first day. So as far as, you know, being around him and working with him, we had done some rehearsals together. I was, I was comfortable, you know, I thought, I thought I was comfortable. I would be comfortable with the idea of, you know, being in a scene with him the, the first day. It was a scene at night. It was in the basement of a restaurant in Little Italy. And it was supposed to, what I, what I thought it was going to be was a big party scene. So I said, all right, this, this is a nice way, you know, to, to start production. You know, there's gonna be a lot of people around. We're all gonna be cheersing. Um, and obviously it's not the beginning of the film. As you know, like it's rarely ever shot in like a chronological sequence. Right, right. I get into the basement and it, it, it's the complete opposite of a party scene, like big gathering with a, with a bunch of people, it's this intimate scene at a table with the lights shining over the table, and there's just a few of these actors who are playing, um, you know, gangsters in, in, in the background. But it's a very intimate scene with ju- just a few of us, and um, I, it was with it was with Armand, myself, uh, Chuck Zito, uh, and Craig, Craig DeFrancia, and uh, Claudio Balante.
0: It was uh, actually, okay. the, all big, yeah, all big actors. Yeah, it
1: was, <laughs> all my, so it it was a, a very very intimate scene, and um, so go, so going into that first night, I was it, it 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 was it was tough, it was tough, honestly. That you know that that first night, the first first day of production is always you know the most difficult, regardless going into it. Then then the second the second day was also also night scene I'm saying, okay well we got that first that first night out of the way. this is gonna be now it's now that's it now we're going into it full steam. The second night was a scene where I end up getting thrown into a stairwell out, out right outside of a door and I'm surrounded by these guys and Chuck Zito is getting ready to castrate me. oh so. so, so and now I'm thinking to myself, how how are we going to, how are they going to shoot this? How how is this gonna? How is this going to, how is this going to work? You know, where we're going to do some blocking, like what's this going to be like? You know, am I going to, you know, uh, is there going to be like a, um, you know, a prosthetic or something involved? Am I going to get, am I actually going to get my pants pulled down? How far is this going to go is what I'm thinking. So I actually was terrified. I actually was scared for, you know, <laughs> yeah. just... Just think, just the thought of it alone is enough to drive to drive the scene in the way I was supposed to be feeling. So that was night two. So the beginning of this production was was two of the hardest, two of the hardest scenes, and two of, that that I had done. I feel like in my in my career, you know, So it was, it was a rough, it was a rough start. Honestly, it was a rough start and late nights.
0: Yeah, I mean, and also, I. It sounds like you were probably the youngest uh, in that group because uh, all yes, those yes. have been around. You know, they're pretty well seasoned actors.
1: Oh, uh, right, without a doubt, without a doubt.
0: And so, was there a bit of stage fright? You think? For yeah, you? I, in the beginning or no?
1: Yeah, no. In in the beginning, yeah. In the beginning, there was, but but then I really started to I really started to get in in the group, because. Even though that first night, I had been meeting most of most of the um, the other cast members and and the crew for the first time. Armand, I had met with, but everyone else I was meeting for the first time. So there's that too. O- outside of you know shooting the scenes just on set, you're still getting you know familiar with everyone. But as we got closer, that it, it just gets it just gets better and better. It re- it really does. But um. But working with um, Armand when which because he's in, I mean, you know, he's in almost every he, he was working almost every day. He was in almost every scene. So whether it's just me and him, or if it's or if it's me, him, and and a few other actors, he is, he's the most like intensely professional actor I've ever worked with. he's, he's both equally humble and gracious as he is intense and professional and he's and he and he's a perfectionist like he he wants to he really wants to get it right and he'll he'll just keep, he'll keep going he would stay there all night if he could to get it to get it right I mean and the energy that he has and that he brings to it is 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 incredible but he, he was a great mentor you know off off screen as well as on so it was almost like it, it was a it was mirroring what we were playing because off you know off screen he, he was mentoring me he was, he was very helpful in, in guiding me through each scene and just, just an inc- incredible guy i can't say enough about him, really that is it's so it's, it's
2: great when that happens that just makes me this is so how it's happened uh so strange my friend Two days ago, told me he just spoke to Armand, who I'd never really heard of until uh, a few days ago, about a series yeah. he's doing called Ruth, Kevin Dowling, and uh, you just did a movie with him or did a series with him. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, so intense. You know, it, it's it's uh, a that that has me so feel so good about him and about how how is acting and about acting itself. It makes it so interesting.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. no, absolutely, absolutely, Seamus.
0: Well, totally. I remember, totally agree. I remember seeing Santi for the very first time back in the movie *The Marrying Man*. Right, he did it with uh, uh, Alec Baldwin and Kim Basinger, uh, and he plays kind of a gangster type. He's pretty much a gangster in almost every movie he does. Uh where he's yes, a tough yes. guy. He does a lot of that tough guy stuff. Uh, but that's the first time I saw him, and and I mean he he's seriously tough in the movie, but at the same time funny, like when he delivers his lines uh and that's the first time yes. i ever saw him but since then he's done a ton of, of you know of you know impactful great film uh so i think that's amazing that suddenly you're you know you're co-starring opposite my little anthony <laughs> 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 suddenly co-starring with armand ansante i'm so proud and happy for you i mean uh,
1: thank you so much thank you I, I i really really appreciate it but yeah you will you will see um uh, it's funny that you, that you mentioned that that he w- he would be tough, but he could be funny at the same time. In this film, I mean, you you have drama, comedy, and crime, so I mean, it, it essentially really is a dramedy. Um, and that's what he he that's what's great about him. What, what with work with him, he was he's very he's versatile, but he could be extremely intense and and tough and and play that image, but at the same time be you know sweet in a way let it and let, let his guard down and definitely play that you know play up that uh that comedy that that comedic kind of role and so so he, he did that for sure for sure
0: so what's but, your most memorable moment on set
1: um probably i'd have to say we did it we did a scene in a skate park in chinatown um so um one of one of uh one of um don q's enemies are these are these skateboarders in chinatown because they will come from (laughs) chinatown into little italy and um kind of vandalize what's left of little italy which as you guys probably know is really just i mean just a a couple of couple of blocks but they'd come into little italy just like you know just vandals you know coming in there and just and just you know wreck wrecking stuff so those that was one of his enemies. I feel like it's like, um, like reminiscent of like the like the Lost Boys, like in in um in Hook, remember right, in, like right. nineteen ninety Hook or uh, yeah, Robin Williams and Dustin yeah. Hoffman, like they were like the Lost Boys. But and Don Q, he he really he entertains this, you know, th- this behavior, and he he wants to go at it, you know, with these their kids, they're teenagers, but <laughs> right, so so. Once, once I'm now, I'm now his, you know, his wingman. I'm just, I'm with him day to day. Like, just whatever he wants to do, like I'm like, all right, let's, you know, let's do. It. What are we doing today? Where are we going? And and we go to the skate park, and, and he confronts these skaters, and like they didn't know that a group of 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 Don Q's guys are waiting. They're like, they they they're waiting in the shadows, like to attack these skaters. That, that, the, that whole scene, that whole, the whole day, the whole dynamic of that scene was just, um, was just so much, so much action, so much, so much going on. That was, um, it, it was a very memorable day. It was very, very funny. Just the, the, the whole setup, because in the skate park too, behind us, there must have been at least 50 skaters just there that day who were just, you know, at least, you know, hanging out and watching and everyone was talking and hanging out when we weren't shooting. And that so that that was a very fun day. That was a very fun day to be to be a part of that 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 chaos. <laughs> so that sounds like
2: a lot of fun. A lot of fun.
1: Oh yeah, no, it really was, James. And then the, the, yeah, the, the, the skaters end up coming back for retaliation <laughs> later later on in the story. There's, there's there's just so many great scenes, so many so many funny moments, and so many things that I that I wasn't a part of. That I can't wait to see. Mm. You know, to, to be, you know, totally honest, like there's a lot that I wasn't a part of, you know, too. Even though I was in a majority of it, there were so many things that I didn't get to see that I'm looking forward to seeing it come together.
2: And you, you make me want to see it also. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> it's so funny is like when when uh, when you work with one actor can raise the consciousness of the whole movie make it like a so serious, not even so serious, but like fun, but so legitimate and, and a worthwhile project. Uh, one actor can do that. And, and uh, I worked on a, a project with Martin Sheen one time, way back, way back in the day. And Charlie was there at the same time too. And the, as soon as they walked on the scene, everything got risen up. And nice. everything was, but it's so, it's just elegant and beautiful. And it's like real acting. And that's what I love about acting.
1: Seamus, 150%. I mean, you're so right, because they, they set this bar. They set this bar with, with, with the level of their energy and professionalism, the way that they come on. I mean, like, like yeah, with Armand. But then um, we had, you know, v- Vinnie Pastore of The Sopranos. He came in for a few days of shooting, and then he completely changed the energy in a whole new way. But 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 in, in, in a, a beautifully comedic way, like mm. his, his improvisations were just hysterical. So he was one of those guys who just brought that comic relief. But his mm. energy on set just brought everybody, you know, because he came in, let's say, uh, we're like halfway through filming. So or we're like three quarters of the way through filming. So you go through these levels there's a beginning when you first start and there's this excitement, but this nervousness, then you get comfortable. Then sometimes things could get a little, you know, things could get a little hectic or a little hairy, you know, you're behind on schedule or, you know, or, you know, how somebody's feeling that day. Then all of a sudden he comes in and he just, you know, catapults the, the energy into like, all right, all right, let's do this. You know, let's like do great. I'm telling you like great, great guys. And we had, um, uh, Joe D'Onofrio from, um, uh, uh, from the Bronx tale, Bronx tale and Goodfellas. Sure. He played, he, 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 he played, he played another character. He was, he was awesome. It was just so many, so many, you know, interesting, you know, really cool things about this film that came together that just, it's amazing the way it comes together. You guys know when making a film, how things have to really come together and, in every level it's such a collaborative effort it's a team it is so much like of everyone being on board and and everyone really was they really like, were
2: like a family huh
1: you do you do you you really do you become a family and by the end it was um it was a bittersweet you know kind of kind of feeling because it was like every day i was coming to little italy i was i was I was getting to know people in in Little Italy as well, like what was left from the generation before, and um, and I'm thinking, you know, one day this is probably going to be gone. I mean, it's been getting it was huge at one time, so so so, and that's essentially what Armand's character, you know, Don Q is doing. He, he's he pretty much takes to the streets like a vigilante who wants to bring back these old school kind of core values of the way he sees the world he doesn't see it for what it is in this you know modern day you know quite quite literally so um the film deals with mental health in a way too yeah which is i mean just very prevalent you know today how
2: beautiful having uh to do with to do with mental health it's just such a problem these days such a
1: problem oh. yeah wow
0: well, and probably true to the original Don Quixote.
1: It's, it's oh yeah, yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt, yeah. without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: what the chemistry between the 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 actors? How how did you feel? Did you click? Was there a lot of chemistry instantly?
1: Yeah, you know, because I think. Well, no, I know that a lot of these actors have worked together on previous projects, or they. Even even like um, Armand Asante and Vinny Pastor had worked together, but I think the last time they actually worked together was on the Gotti film, which was about you know 20 years ago. So it's like they, you know, they they had they had maybe worked on a couple of things, but that was when they re, you know, when they like because I, I remember Vinny saying that, like, I, I haven't worked with this guy in, in in 20 years, but it was like when they got together it was like they were just picking up right where they left off.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: but, but other guys have worked together in other things too. So I, I think they, yeah, they naturally had that, um, chemistry. And then I was kind of, I was thrown into the mix. Um, and, uh, I feel like we, I, I, adapted, I adjusted well. and We all just, yeah, we all came together. Like, you know, like a family, like, like Seamus, like Seamus said, it was a very, very good dynamic, very good dynamic with these but, characters bunch of characters let me let me tell you I mean
0: I can believe that
1: <laughs> it's just there was you know like like they say never a dull moment never a dull a dull moment like uh you know Chuck Zito for example I mean was full of stories every day I mean he had stories for days this guy he lived the life of, of ten men him and Armand like like j- j- just the stories that, like I was, I was entertained even when we weren't working. Second, you know, when you're working on things like sometimes set, you guys know how it could be. You're you're, you're waiting around. You're sitting around a lot, but it never felt like that. It never felt like I was bored because of the people who I was around. I mean, it was just incredible, incredible.
0: What a great experience. Um, not Again, not surprising, and I'm sure, I can't wait to see it, and, but I think that was a, such a, an amazing experience that you had with a great group of actors. Uh, I'm going to change, doubt. yeah, I'm going to change complete speeds on you and say, tell me about the Metropolitan Opera House. You were just in a, in a play there, were you not?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, oh, yes, turned turned on, yeah, yeah. Tell yeah, me, I mean, tell turn. me
0: about it. The Metropolitan Opera of, House also, I mean, wow, what an experience that had to be the first time the on stage met,
1: there. The, the, yeah, and that, oh, that the Met the Met Opera House is, uh, I mean, just a m- magical, a magical place. It's just one of the ways that I could really describe it. But um, yeah, I, I auditioned uh, for a uh, and Cavalier with Re- Renee Fleming was in, and that was going to be one of her last shows, her, her, her last Performances was going to be DeRozan and Cavalier in 2017, and I auditioned for um, playing uh, Leopold, which was uh, the character Baron Ox's son in in the show, and and I got the part. So I've been at the Met since 2017.
0: Oh, I wasn't aware of that. I thought this was your first time. Oh, wow. Yeah, no,
1: yeah. I've been there uh, since 2017. Um, but then, I mean, 2020 it really i mean shut down completely so that that was the only time where i really wasn't wasn't there for uh for for a while but the first i mean the first time and and even it, it it never it never changed really from the first time being on stage to just most recently and turned up the last time i was on stage for for the season it um it, it's the, the same feeling every time when you're out there like it's it's amazing that it doesn't change you would think you'd get more and more used to it, you would get comfortable, but um, you, you don't in, in such a in a great way, though, it's an it's an uncomfortable feeling, but in, in, a, in a very in a, in a great way, um, well, somewhat
0: awestruck, right? You have to be a little awestruck, I, I mean, to step out in the, in the metropolitan, you know, it's suddenly suddenly you're there uh, as as a person on stage that other people are coming to see. Uh, and to think of the history. I think that's, that's been there before you. Exactly. you know, the exactly. And what has happened on that stage before you ever got to the, that to the house or stepped out on the stage. I think you have to be a little humbled um, and, and, a, and a little bit in awe. I would think I, I would of course, never experienced that myself, but I would imagine that's how you'd feel.
1: Oh Yo, no, no, no. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tony. Um, as far as yet yeah, going out on stage and now you're, you're here and, front of you know three thousand some odd people, like it's completely completely different from film as you could have you know you you could imagine. Yeah. Because this this camera you know a foot or two feet away from you, which was what I was really more in- inclined to doing. I was really always into to film more. And when I first got into acting, I always thought of myself as a film actor and always just wanted to do film. But um, as you as as you get into this business. You realize, or or I did at least like, I can't just do I can't just do film like I, I, I need to experience things. I need to you know ju- I, I need to you know get on stage and just understand or, or see what that feels like. And um, it honestly be- ended up becoming the best training I've ever could have had was working on on stage on on any theatrical production, even b- before um before the opera. But uh, the funny thing about the met opera was uh I I had never been to an opera ever. I've been to a lot of Broadway shows growing up because my mother loved loved going to see Broadway shows and she'd always take us as as kids growing up. But the opera I had never been to. So I didn't know I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know anyone there and here I am going to, you know, audition for this show and Renee Fleming is is the star and I didn't realize until after I had got the part when people would would talk about that. Like, do you understand? Like, this is this is the Met Opera, like this is the it's the Metropolitan. Opera. And I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, Met Opera, it's great, you know, it's really it's cool, it's really cool. And they're like, no, no, you don't understand. It is Renee. <laughs> You're with Renee Fleming, and I, and I, to be honest, I I I feel you know embarrassed saying it, but at that time I had no idea who she was or who anyone was, so I just saw her, you know come in for rehearsals and while we're rehearsing, we're, and we're there and, and I'm just I'm just there like like to act. But I think that's what helped me get the part in the first place. I do believe that, that there was no, if it was my favorite actor, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio, he walks in or I'm auditioning for something to be a part of a production with him. I think there's so much pressure, so much on the line knowing that. Whereas with this, I had no idea about anything. So I was just going there for fun. I said, "Oh, this this will be a fun experience. Let me just go there." And I was, I, you know, I just showed up, and next thing you know, I'm I'm in that world. I'm like, "Wow, this is this is really neat." You know, so it's just it's just such a fun experience, and acting in general, and this industry, as you guys know, is just such an adventure with different places it takes you, the people you meet. It's just. I, I couldn't imagine doing anything else. You know, honestly. I really, really couldn't.
2: Well, it's it's so it's so obvious that you've really imbibed the experience and, and thanks for telling us all about that. Cause that's the the, the back the backstory we don't hear about because we're not there. And so thank you for telling us all the backstory. Yeah, <laughs> no, of course, of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. And I always I always bring it up on these interviews like uh, we, we do with actors or creative creative people. That you know the Greeks created a uh, uh, acting uh, really as a part the purpose of purpose of art they say I agree is to make us emote. So um, yeah, just listen just interviewing you now, being uh, seeing you on screen here virtually, has me want to see your film and uh, and has me excited to act again.
1: <laughs> so uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, absolutely, it's gonna be. It, it... Don, don Q is gonna be very fun very fun to watch um i'm i'm very excited about it I'm, I'm i'm really looking forward to you guys you guys seeing it um and to you know hear what you guys think about it
0: where, where is it going to be released
1: i i that i haven't i haven't been uh, told yet i i know i know for sure you know sometime early twenty two i know for sure but um that i haven't heard yet exactly what the, what they're what they're going to be doing with it but i'm sure i i know that they plan to to um they uh to put it into festivals i'm sure they want it they want to circuit it in some some film festivals um but as far as like like theatrical lease or um on like you know netflix amazon
0: or netflix or amazon
1: TV. something because that does seem like i mean almost the way nowadays that you know that that kind of outlet like netflix and amazon it's a uh, to- totally, totally different um, way of uh,
0: even than a few know. years ago, the pre-COVID way. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it seems to be gone.
1: Yeah, I personally i i love i love going to to, to a theater to to see a film. I just i i, I love doing that. I've always have. I just love the i the idea of that going there to see it. Um, I, I I just saw um, How, House of Gucci. And uh, Last Night in Soho, to, those are the mo- most two recent films that I saw. And it was just, it just, just, you know, just a great, a, a great time. It's just, uh, and, and great films, great films they were.
0: Well, I've heard a lot about House of Gucci. I haven't seen it yet.
1: <laughs> it was, it was, it was fun. It was, it was just, it was fun to watch. It was, it was very entertaining. No, it was a great, it was a great picture.
0: Talk to us about an, the creative process for you. Because I'm a firm believer that it that you talked about collaboration before. And I think, I mean, it is so collaborative to create a film. There's certainly the the person writing who's doing creating is how they come up with the story. You know, with dialogue they give the characters, how they move us through their mind, the story they're telling. Uh, but there's also the actors, I think, in in that they take a character and they make it their own, right? They bring these new these nuances to the character. They bring uh, they bring life to the person off the page, and that that ha- that's something so creative. I mean, you you read the character, of course, but there's such a difference between a paper character and a character that you breathe life into for the world to embrace or love or hate. Um, so, what does the character? What is that like to, for you? What is the creative process like for you in going in and doing that, absorbing that role and becoming that person and bringing an a, a you to it, bringing a, a an Anthony, you know, your perspective or your spin to it? How does that work? I mean, does it just happen naturally? Does it something you you go jogging and you think it over in your head and suddenly you know what you want to do? <laughs> what does creativity look like for Anthony?
1: Yeah, I I I love that. I love I love that question. And just and just thinking about it because of um all the times that I have you know watched other actors on YouTube. I was just I was literally the same exact question that you asked. I was always curious about, and I'd be looking those those clips up on YouTube. Like what what was that like? And then and then now it's my turn, you know. And then and and now I'm doing it. I said, how am I gonna? I I I've watched. These clips of how they've approached it you know for for inspiration but when it comes down to it and it's up to you you can only you, you can only draw from what from what you feel or what you know and everything in a way in a sense kind of goes out the window so I I did first and foremost what what I thought was you know the right way to start approaching it and I said okay let me start you know doing some research research and then obviously aside from you know, reading the, the the script over and over. But I had help too from the people, people around me, especially like, like Armand, as I said, like he was all about rehearsal. He didn't want to just show up, you know, on set and and then go from there and just wing it. He, he he wanted to get together and rehearse. That was important. I met um I met I met this guy, a great guy. He has a, a a podcast, this guy, um premium premium Pete, premium Pete Givaldi. He was from Bensonhurst, Brooklyn, which is where my character was from. So I I met him through, you know, through this production. I was able to talk to him about what it was like growing up there and what, you know, what it's like to, to, to be from there. So so he, he, you know, he told me, he told me a lot about that, you know, that experience. So that was very helpful. And then drawing from my own experiences. That to me, is very is very important. Thinking about how this relates to me in some type of way because at the end of the day, no matter what, even though you're playing this character, you are bringing a part of yourself to it. You're, you're showing up there and a part of that is, has to come from you in, in some way. So when it came to, when it came to Armand's character, Don Q, our relationship reminded me so much of the relationship that i had with my uncle who, who passed unfortunately a few years ago he was very young he passed he was um he, he was a, a very bad alcoholic um but we had this this relationship um that was just so so reminiscent of that and um he had he, believe it or not he had a similar look even too to our mind so when i when I when I was looking at Armand, sometimes I'm I was seeing my uncle and um, Armand's character Don Q. He was he was a tortured you know kind of soul in a way with this you know this mental illness and that's that's exactly what my uncle Lou had. He 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 did, and it was something that he didn't address. He just you know kind of just took to the to the bottle, but um yeah. It, so that that personal experience drawing from that and incorporating that into thinking about this character that was for me the most important and and then coming back to the collaboration tony that that you were talking about but this director claudio belante an italian director from milan he what he he was very good at giving the actors their freedom he i mean he really gave you your your freedom to to do your thing he only at certain times when it came to his vision would come in and very subtly very humbly respectfully tell you in so, in some in some way about how he was feeling about the scene but he was great as far as he was more there with you working with you you know he like really guiding you in that process by by allowing you to you know, to like he, he, he gave us so much trust. I guess is what is what I'm saying. So, um, so yeah, yeah. You know, that's the 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 the, the long-ended rambling answer of your of, of the question. I hope I answered it. I hope I <laughs> answered it. it, 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 it it's, it's so
2: obvious that you love what you do and you love acting and 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 you make me want to act again. So so it's it's beautiful, beautiful. You got, and, it, and you the, got it. You got it. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I mentioned some names there. Uh, we I actually do a play called *Kid Shamrock*. Uh, it's about a, a professional, real live professional boxer from Long Island, Bobby Cassie, who was a who was one of the world uh, uh, boxer. And his son wrote, Bobby Cassie Jr. wrote a play about him, and uh, I played the lead and. John Duddy's in it. John Duddy's in the play. <laughs> John Duddy,
1: yeah, yeah, Tony, We worked, yeah, we worked together on uh, one of your projects, Tony. Coveting, Veronica. yes, yes, yes. 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 A great, so, great guy, great guy. Yeah, I love yeah. that kid, kid Shamrock. I love that name.
2: Yes, and now we, we might uh, we we interviewed Val- Valerie David recently, uh, who uh, had had her own show, the Pink. Uh, what was it called again, Tony?
0: Uh, oh boy. I've forgotten. <laughs> um, the, she's, a cancer, she's a three-time cancer survivor, and essentially, she wrote and stars in a play about her experience. Um, yes. Some amazing work, yeah.
2: And we're gonna we might do the pink shamrock. <laughs> we'll see. We, we work we work that out. So uh, that was just a, just a collaboration. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, that'd be, that'd be uh,
1: an interesting take on it. No reason why you could it.
2: Yeah, exactly. Why not? You know, do anything yeah. these days. <laughs> Give, it Give it a shot. Anyway, we worked with Vinny Vella on, he worked in he worked when K with us. Have you heard of you know you know Vinny? He, he passed away a few years back. He was in the Godfather. Um, um, yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. Okay.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, he uh, every day we had a routine. I would go get a a uh, uh, Corn beef sandwich for him and me and bring it to him. He'd give me the money. And I just yeah. every, we had this routine. It was so, he had so much experience and he just said, we need to do this every day. We did it every single day. We did the show. And it was just, it just reminded me of that. So thanks. That's a nice
1: tradition to have. Corned beef is delicious. Man, that's getting me hungry. I haven't had corned beef in a long time. Dude.
2: Pastrami, I'm I'm Ooh. wrong. It wasn't corned beef. That's the Irish version. Huh? It was pastrami. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thinking like a
1: true Irishman. I know. Me and you both. Yeah. Me and you both. Ah well, uh, yeah yeah the pastrami. <laughs> oh yes yeah, yes.
0: So so Anthony, tell us what, what do you have on the horizon? What what's coming up for you?
1: So uh in uh, yeah pre production, I'm gonna be working on a series uh, called Crimson City. And um, it's really essentially a, um, a vampire series set in New York City. Oh, it's going to be a lot, yeah, a lot of fun. That because I I really end up going from, I mean, you know, just a an everyday kind of human in a way to you know going over to the to the dark side. You know, so it's
0: so hard it, it, it's hard to pitch you gonna that be, way.
1: It's going to be a completely different uh yeah we've already we've already done um you know a table read for it but was that's what's going to be so fun about it is like with, with, with Don Q it was this it was just this gradual change from this more kind of innocent you know unsuspecting kind of guy who's who's just working and 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 you know he, he's nervous he's got he's got a, a wife he's got a kid on the way and he's really you know anxious about the future and how he's how he's gonna work it all out and then he meets Don Q and and his life just spirals into it you know it's so great but then you know very low so it just but he comes he, he goes from you know it, it's a gradual change in, in that in that character whereas this now in Crimson City it, it's just it's clear cut it's okay all of a sudden you know I'm here and then boom I'm a completely different you know, kind of a uh, character now. So it's going to be fun to, you know, fun to play that. And um, also a, a, a series that um, I'm, I'm hopefully, I'm, I'm going to be working on very soon, uh, making Menendez. So if you remember back in 96, the uh, the Menendez brothers.
0: Yes. Who, yes. Um,
1: who mur- you know, who were convicted of, uh, of, of murdering their parents.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: and I'd be playing uh, uh, Eric, Eric. And wow. One of wow. Them. So that that would be uh, that would be um, that would be great. That would be great to, to work on that. And that um, uh, I, I've been thinking as far as approaching that character, just because going back to what you were saying before, Tony, also sometimes drawing from other people's performances not so much that you're, you, let's say you're you're taking this person's performance, or you're you're imitating this person's accent. But let's say if it was a very specific accent, you may research someone, you know, from from that particular region, and 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 kind of use that that accent as a uh, you know as a guide. But uh, I, even though it's a couple of years old, I just I just recently watched on uh, Netflix. It's a mini series on um, the assassination. Of Gianni Versace, true American crime story, but uh, what this what, what, what this, this this um the the way the way this actor played that role, I thought was really I thought was incredible, but so um I, so that that was good, very good inspiration inspiration um from that from that show from that from that series as far as like what were these um you know. The, the, these two boys, these young men, what were they thinking? What what what's going on? What's happening in there to get to that to get to that point? So I think
0: that would you know. be wow. It, I I can't. I guess because I I first came to know you, um, like I said, as a young actor, and for you know the the audience who doesn't know you, I mean you're just a kind, uh, funny, delightful young man. So it's very hard for me to see or to imagine you like in the scene that like with that level of evilness or you know murdering, <laughs> it's really hard for to see. And I think you'd make it all the more believable. Like I remember years ago seeing a, a movie with Mark Harmon, the actor, and he played Ted Bundy. And prior to that, he had played, you know, just the nice guys mostly in movies. Yes, yes. And then the first time I saw him in that light, he's murdering people one at a time, you know. And you mm-hmm. see him with that, you know, intensity and 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 the level of like evilness he brings to it. I I couldn't even watch all, <laughs> Mark Harmon again for like years. It took me to get yeah. the performance in the Boney, movie.
1: that was another one I saw. That was another one I saw. Can't <laughs> believe you just, you just mentioned that one and that particular portrayal. I thought that was yeah that was inc- that was incredible.
0: That right, like, I mean that's some scary stuff right there.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> he played but that if, with intensity.
2: It, but if you get yes. into the if you get if you get into the mind of, of the actual perpetrator, they don't they don't everyone thinks they're right. They don't see themselves as a murderer and causing havoc and chaos. They think that they justify what they're doing, justify, and that's the, yeah. yeah they, they justify. Everyone thinks they're right, they think it's just, and yeah. so it, that's that's what we need to uh, take that into consideration also.
1: You're right. No, no, no. You're you're right. You're right, Seamus. And, and something that, and then something that you mentioned um, earlier, Tony, too, was was a uh, was hating hating the person just as much as as loving them. So when I've when 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 I've watched things before, there's been times where I actually. I actually disliked this person and and, and I'd have to step back and say, okay, well, it's an actor. They're acting. I know like I'm acting, I'm an actor, but there's been times where, and that I appreciate just as much, you know, it's tough to play the villains, but if, if someone's playing a good villain and you really hate their guts, then they, they, they did their job. You know, they did their job. I remember watching Gladiator for the first time and and, and watching Joaquin Phoenix's performance. And then I watch him, you know, a few years later and walk the line as Johnny Cash. And two completely different feelings that I had for him in Gladiator as opposed to walk the line. It's like walk the line. I really uh, felt for this, for this guy. I really felt for him. I, 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 I loved him and, um, and in Gladiator, I, I I despised it. I hated yeah. it. So, cool. I think with the villain, that's that that's the goal. So, if you, you know, if I end up having people come up to me after I you know <laughs> do this one and they tell me, you know, they're giving me dirty looks, I, I, I I'm gonna take it as a compliment.
2: That means <laughs> you're winning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got it. You got to play the villain. Someone's got to
0: play the villain too.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. and you might as well go all the way with it.
0: Well, Seamus, yeah. you had an experience like that, Seamus, didn't you? You were in something, and you were the villain. Uh,
2: I, you were I was the villain. I, exactly. I did my my first playoff Broadway was uh, at the Irish Arts Center. Uh, Bob, Bob, the Bobby Sands play. Bobby Sands was was the hunger striker who who uh, was first got to go on a hunger strike uh, protesting against the um, the British occupation of Northern Ireland, and I played not uh, that's I played. One of the British, I played the prison guard who beat the crap out of them every day. So, (laughs) and I, I I didn't like that. In the beginning, I hated. Then I realized, well, the more vicious and the more nasty I am, the more I'll be hated. But that's what the character was, and that's that'll. uh, That's the that's the that's the kind of character he was, and and uh, yeah. So people hated me in that. I left the theater, people hating me. (laughs)
0: <laughs> right but, the, but that you was did, to the good for the audience job, Seamus.
1: you did it you did it right you did it, you did, <laughs> yeah. you did it justice
0: that's yeah.
2: it yeah
1: that's cool that's cool yeah
0: so i mean i'm excited to see you in these projects i can't wait uh you know for the new one to open uh don q i i'd love to come see you one day at the metropolitan opera house if you're still you know and if yeah I don't know how you're me, feel me you. too.
2: Let's go together, Tony. Let's
0: okay. go. You got it, Seamus. Absolutely. Gonna come see Absolutely. You. Can we come backstage, take pictures with you? <laughs> well
1: I well, you know, before COVID, I that it was it was so much easier to do something like that. I I would love to. I'd love to be able to do that with you guys. We'll see. We'll see how it is, you know, now. I know before COVID it was they were M- much there's more got to be know,
0: restrictions, yeah. There's got to
1: be
2: restrictions. And, and no. with I know, it. I know I some just people just... at the cron Park opera anyway. I know some people over there.
1: Yeah. Make a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. No, put in the call. I'd love to have you guys. I'd love to see you guys over there.
0: So, and then also, I mean, as you said, you're coming up with a new show, uh, Crimson, uh, crimson city yes city uh and where is that coming out do you know yet is that is that found a home or are you just still filming the pilot
1: that that yeah that well that yeah that's still in in um in pre-production uh still we haven't uh we haven't started it just yet um but in early early 22 is when we're set to to start to start pro- production to start filming
0: now, is it found distribution home? I mean, do you have, a, you know, a network? Or are you just doing the pilot first? And since that's kind of
1: No, it has, it's found on distribution. Um, Jen uh, Quaglio, who I worked on with a short film, she uh, is the one who really uh, approached me about it. We had worked before in a short film and she asked me um, if I would, you know, take on this role in Crimson City. She's, she's acting in it, she's the writer, and she's the director.
0: Wow! Uh,
1: and um, and the the whole team. Oh, what's great about this too that I that I forgot to mention: the whole team of this production are all women. So it's so so she's really uh, you know about you know in, you know empowering you know empowering women in that in that in that light too. So so the whole entire team who did the funding. You know, she's the writer director. It's like you know, strong, strong women. So we,
0: we give a shout out to her. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Shout out. Shout out to Jen. She's a, oh man, she's a go-getter. She's a hustler. She's on it. And she's been, she's been really on it. The whole, the whole, the whole thing, the whole way.
0: So where can people see this series once, once it's done filming?
1: Yeah. Once it's done um, in a uh, similar, like maybe an, an Amazon or, or Netflix type of deal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
0: sure. yeah. I hope that you're going to come back. Uh, and when yeah. you're done filming, maybe talk to us about filming the show. And oh, how yeah.
1: absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. No, I'd love
1: that. I'd, lo- I'd love to do it again. Anytime. Anytime with you guys.
0: Yeah. So keep us updated on your projects as you're doing them. Come back and tell us all about it. Give us all Seamus. You know, as he said earlier, we love the behind the scenes information.
1: That's that's the, the the best parts to me, too. I would always, um, you know, when I first started acting, even before acting, I always love looking up the stories, looking up the stories of this actor's journey, that, that actor's journey. And then knowing everything, you know, about the film, too, behind the scenes, like, um, you know, with uh, Spielberg, 1975, Jaws. Like, I was always just, I always loved that film. I was just fascinated by it. And then I'd always want to know how did they do this? How did they do that? You know what? What happened? What went wrong? What you know? Uh, chemistry or lack thereof? Who hated this person? Or you know, there's there's so much that we don't know about. It comes out. We watch it. We love it. But it's like there was so much that had to happen that to make this to make this film. So so many of them. So many of them that we don't know about. There was there was a great a great series on on Netflix uh, how uh, the movies that made us or how you know and essentially how this movie got made or almost did not get made and classics like like Forrest Gump or Pretty Woman Back to the Future you know just where so many things had to come together to make it what it was it was like you're like oh my god that almost didn't happen <laughs> it almost did not happen. Very true. So well, I, I, I love it.
0: Well, it's been wonderful talking with you. As I said, we invite you back and I hope you'll you'll come back and continue updating us and giving us the behind-the-scenes scoop.
1: Absolutely. Great, great, great hanging with you guys, great chatting. Seamus, it was it was a pleasure. A pleasure to meet you.
2: Likewise, Anthony, pleasure thank to you. Meet you. My yeah, yeah.
1: Irish Irish brother, Tony. Great to Great to see, <laughs> Tony. It was really great to see you again, and I'm yep. I'm 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 really amazed with with the recovery, Tony, and what you've done, and and it's inspiring. It's it's honestly, it's it's inspiring what what you're doing, and for other people out there, please, you gotta keep share. You know, share your story as inspiration for other other people. I that's I love it. I love it.
0: Thank you, Anthony. And it was so good to see you and get to spend time with you again. And uh, on that note, we're going to say goodbye.